I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petrogallo. Have you ever wanted to see Clueless meets Twilight? Well, here it is, everybody. Yes, here it is. <laughs> we have it. If this is your first week with us, welcome. If this is not your first week with us, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being here with us to watch and relive these tales in painful and excruciating detail. Of course. Thank you for your reviews. Thank you for your Patreon donations. And thank yes. you for being you. Thank you for everything. We appreciate you joining us. Yes, we appreciate you in guys. In bad movie-dom. Yeah. Thank the you. last time that we were able to convene James... Oh, what did we watch last time? We watched Look Who's Talking. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's right. Yeah. Which, by the way, if you have time, of course you have time, um, you should look up on YouTube the Baby <laughs> the baby Talk pilot. It's a TV show. Yeah, bad That stuff. was basically... So, Phil Rosenthal was one of the writers on this show, and Phil Rosenthal is the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. You should watch Exporting Raymond. You should it's watch a funny documentary. Somebody feed Phil. You should yeah. listen to You're Lucky. Funny. You're funny. He's a funny man. Yeah. Um, He's but anyway, funnier so he, than Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> yes. A, yeah. Yeah. A, yeah. A, yeah. A, if you hate whole, Everybody Loves show. Raymond, just understand that this was all just. Yeah. That's either way. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Baby Talk. Yeah, the pilot of the this pilot is... of this show what? is based on. The movie "Look Who's Talking." Yeah, it's obviously it has so George Clooney playing was, a Travolta role. Yeah, they were basically like, "That did well." Yeah, can we turn it into a TV series? Like they did and with everything back then. There was a Ferris Bueller you, show. There was all you, the shows. You thought that Bruce Willis was your baby. <laughs> you did not expect that Tony Danza could be your baby. No, but he could. Which, hey, guy. <laughs> hey, listen. I don't know what's going on with this guy. I'm was, a friggin' baby. You know what I'm hey. saying? <laughs> Everybody, I'm a baby. I'm still named Tony, but I'm a baby. I'm baby I'm Tony baby. now. That's how it works. So Tony Danza is the baby, and he's like he is like stereotypical. He might as well be like Maron. Yeah, Maron. Look at this guy. But he's like a blonde baby. But he's still like, look at the cans on this one. Oh, come over here, sweetheart. <laughs> he is. Tony Danza as a baby is a preferable experience. Johnny, give me some scungeal, would you? I'm going to try to romance this broad. Maybe a plate of scungeal will do it. Oh, I wanted sausage and peppers. That's the baby, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, sausage and peppers from from the baby. So, yeah, that's a mess. So check that out on YouTube. They don't have, like, a Gerber sausage and peppers? Oh. That sounds like something that your, Ah. your mom would do. My grandmother. No, do you no? Do you remember when I got I had like a bunch of dental work done, and your mom was texting me, and she's like, "Please make sure that my son makes you pastina." Yeah, yeah. And all this stuff, and she oh, was yeah. like threatening that if you don't take care of me, she's gonna kill you. Yeah, all these uh, weird Italian remedies. Yeah. 
<laughs> She's like, make sure my son by. feeds you pastina. Oh, God. Well, okay. it's better anyway. than feeding you Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No. Okay, so last week, we the last time we hung out, we watched Look Who's Talking, and then this time we watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the 1992 film. The original. Um, the original, um, or as Joss Whedon calls, the origin, um, because it's like a whole <laughs> nerd. <laughs> okay, I'm let sorry. me tell you something. If you, like, if, I, I love ahead. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I know that you one do. is like, ah, uh, I mean, it's just really. Yeah is my jam. I used to watch it every day before school. I'm obsessed with it. I was watching it this morning. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But that, the TV Buffy, now I've never it's seen cooler. an entire episode of it, but it definitely... That sounds like we should do that. No, we should yes. not. It definitely has a different tone than the movie. Yeah. The movie is almost a spoof. It's like an the, attempted, like they couldn't go all the way with the spoof. Yeah. So they were like, it well, has to be real, but like sort of put some spoofy shit in it. And you know? also we... You forget, like, from 1992 to 1997, I think that the series came out. Yeah. That's, like, two completely different, like, 90s. There's, like, the 90s are split into, it's, like, the early 90s and then late 90s. When they filmed this movie, like, 91, it's still the 80s. Yeah. Like, it says 91, the calendar, but everybody's still wearing, like, brightly colored shit. Like, it's still a, it's a different time from 97 was, like, a totally different period from that because the gals in in 2000 and uh, not 2000 in 1992 california are very volleyball yeah, like, oh, like, oh my god yeah. like, as if. by 97 and then, they're like dark they're a little darker they've all tried heroin they've experienced like it's a, things <laughs> it's a d- totally different thing and yeah. mostly it's vicariously through whatever kurt cobain or experience is, is it portis head whoa that one, one band in like the 90s? I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they were, I've heard of them yeah. around at some point, but they weren't anyway, one of the Pearl Jam and, and, so and Nirvana and all that. We so. watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer 1992. We it did. was one hour and 26 minutes. Merciful. But uh, we watched it on Amazon Prime <laughs> Video and there were fucking us. ads. I don't know how there were ads, but there were ads. They turned 126 into 145 real quick and just completely- <laughs> They took advantage of us. They ruined our whole thing here. We were like, hey, we're getting away with something. Look at this. An hour 26. They're like, nope, fuck you. Bend over you the will, hood. You will pay it. the piper. Yeah. It okay. wasn't good. IMDb description. Flighty teenage girl Buffy Summers learns that she is her generation's destined battler of vampires, I, mean, I suppose. Why there has to be somebody, right? Uh, tagline: Pert, wholesome, way lethal. Pert? Yeah, pert. <laughs> Sometimes we're going with pert. On we're this going one? with pert. <laughs> wow! All right. All I think of is pert plus. I understand that pert is yeah a word, People, but I just think of pert plus, the only, and that's the shampoo. The only times I've heard the word pert used are for shampoo slash conditioner. And in reference to tits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, that's. Well, that's what I think that they're going for. Pert, wholesome, way lethal. And she was pert. Every single scene, her nips are blasted. I mean, it's like she's got prosthetic nips on, I think. They might have just said slap some prosthetic nips on her because it's like hardcore. Pert. Every scene. She is the pertest of the pert. Pert. Girl, you pert. Ma'am. She is. She's pert. Invest in a jacket, a bra, anything. She had a bra, and that's the thing. These nipples were bra-proof. They were like steel nipples she okay, had. Okay, ready? Baby Tony Danza with Buffy. Oh, Buffy, look at the tits <laughs> on this one. Oh, her nipples are bland. Oh, my God, it's making me hungry. Look at this broad. Oh, man, it's time for dinner, huh, buddy? Hey, oh. Pert. Yeah. 
Because the baby <laughs> likes tits, but then also wants to eat from them and, and look. Well, who's the baby looks at the the baby looks at the boobs like it's like a hunk of meat. Yeah, like oh hey, look at that! Like you'd see a yeah. like a twenty four ounce ribeye or something. Pert, <laughs> hey pert, look at a okay. pert on those. Sometimes it takes more than just good looks to kill. Mm-hmm. She knows a sucker when she sees one. Oh boy! Which I take umbrage with that one, but that's okay. Homework, cheerleading practice, killing vampires. Nobody said high school would be easy. Okay, well, I mean, that's that's that fits the tone of the movie. Okay, fun you know? fact. What? Okay, everybody, James used to have a big crush on Christy Swanson. I didn't have a big crush on Huge Swiss, crush. On Christy Swanson. I said, no, I never said that. The fun fact, James. <laughs> I said when when I was 12, everybody okay. thought, thought Christy fun Swanson fact, was James. cute. Fun fact, James. Are you ready? What? Alyssa Milano was originally set to play Buffy, which... That Did you been, have a big crush that on? That would have been well. That was yeah, yeah. I had a big crush on her <laughs> from the time I was very small because she had an Italian last name, and so me, my cousin Jesse, we'd sit there and we'd be like, "Oh wow!" I mean, like, yeah, we could marry her. I mean, Grandma yeah. would be okay with it; it'd be all right. Like, she's the only Italian fucking girl you, on television. That would we Grandma saw. let you marry her, knowing that she's a vampire slayer? Probably. I think she'd say, "You know, she's got things that she does, and that's okay." You know. Would she give her some garlic? What can she cook? That's what she'd say. <laughs> she knows how to make sauce. It's you know, you can work with it. <laughs> it's okay. All right. As long as that's anyway. Yeah. So all right, James. We begin we go straight into this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we right into, into Dark Ages. We're in the Dark Ages. ASAP. We begin with Europe in the Dark Ages and it's like this voiceover, you know, the only person who can slay the vampires are the slayer. Yeah. And Blah, 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 blah. And then it's Christy Swanson, and she is got a wig on and an, an outfit, and looking like a wishbone flashback, where they're like in the you know middle times, and then everyone's talking to a Jack Russell Terrier and just accepting that. Yeah, they're just like, what's the story, wishbone? Okay, <laughs> the set is very like shampoo commercial quality too. Pert. It's not. It's yeah. It's pert. <laughs> this is a big pert. It's a plus big pert commercial. plus commercial. <laughs> okay. Sponsored by pert. <laughs> This movie, they they put up the budget for this. Everybody had great hair. I mean, yeah, it's uh, nary a dandruff. N- no, not a flake in the in the bunch. So then it's uh, it's Donald Sutherland and he's let Satan tremble. The Slayer is born. So now we're cutting to present day, um, nineteen ninety two. Uh, cut it says to the light ages. Yes, it says the light ages. Um, <laughs> cut to cheerleading. Christy Swanson is cheerleading. Some girls are wearing full body suits. Other ones are just wearing like it's so. Leotard. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no pattern to it. It's fine. These cheerleaders are not that good. This is a terrible routine. We watched I, Bring I It On. I was going to say no. Based on my experience watching Bring It On, this looked like they didn't even like. This was an afterthought. They didn't get like a choreographer no. to work. They, the director was like, I don't know. Has anybody here been a cheerleader? And one of the girls was like, I was a cheerleader. And they're like, Okay, okay. Do one of your things. And she was like, just do like your pom-poms right, left. Yeah. They practiced for 10 minutes and they were like, we're filming it. Let's go. Blocking's yeah. over. They were like, well, it was all like slow motion. It was It was crazy. a bad cheer. All the blocking. I could have done better than that. I challenge you to. I could have. I could have done better. I challenge you to do this. I could have. I've seen Bring It On. I feel like I could Quit saying probably put it together. We'll see. We'll Words see. into deeds. Well, maybe. Okay. Anyway. Know. So... In this, okay, so there's like, they're, you know, they're doing their cheer and they're cheering during like a basketball game. There's a table full of, I think, a panel of judges for the 
basketball game? The, no. Are they just like the announcer? I don't know. There's a yeah, table of men. They're the scorekeeper. Yeah, people like And that. they are watching the cheerleading and they're like dancing. Everybody's like, dancing. Like they've routine. never seen. Let me tell you, if you are there, you are not dancing because you are so desensitized to this. And what music was it? It was like just some like generic yeah, soundtrack, like made for this movie soundtrack mm-hmm. shit. So it wasn't even like, oh, this is a good song. Everybody knows. Yeah. It was like, I mean, it was supposed to be in the world of the movie. I hate when they do that. Yeah. They put some generic soundtrack pop song in there and everyone's supposed to like know that song and love it. Yeah. It's like, pay for a fucking song we all know and we'll all bob our fucking heads to it. They don't have to pretend and we all go, what is this, what is this shit? And try to figure out what it, it is. It might have been a song that we know. But that'll cost, just, in 92, that'll cost remember. you 50 grand to get a decent fucking song like, on a multi-million dollar budget movie. I worked at the comedy club, okay, and there were so many times where, and there was a, like a a bar next door and they had live bands performing all the time mm-hmm. and they did <laughs> the sweet caroline bah, 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 oh, is not fun because i don't i just i leave my body for it's only that fun for drunk people from boston and then when you go to like the first night at the comedy club and you're like yeah this is fun like this guy like blah 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 the jokes get old by night three you're like yeah yeah oh, okay and then you're just like that person's going to do five sets over the weekend, and they're yeah. all going to be pretty similar. So. And if you have to see all of them, you're like, oh, here he goes again with the bread thing. And then, He's you know what I mean? Into that like, again. Here so go. the cheerleading, you're not that enthused about it. I'm sure they're doing great. No. But, but human yeah. beings don't. Whatever. So anyway, um, the coach is super weird. He's like, I am a person, and I have a right to the ball. Yeah, he's got like a Pat Riley thing going mm. on with the slick back hair, but he's, yeah, everybody, everything <gasps> is, what? Oh, go ahead. Everything, uh, everything is-, is not straight in this movie. Yeah. Like everything is sort of not sark. That's what I mean. It's like not a, a spoof. Yeah. They Everybody is a caricature of. Yeah. They couldn't commit to the entire yeah. like airplane spoof or like, yeah. you know, scary movie later on. If you were a they jock, like, you were eh. a jock. Yeah. Like you were like. Yeah. Almost to the point of it being like where they're like, hi, I'm the jock. I'm mm-hmm. going to beat nerds up like to the point if of it were... being a satire. But yeah. but it, they couldn't commit all the way. That's yeah. what made it. if they went 10 percent further, it could have been a really good movie. It had like the. Um, but they couldn't do it. Like of like a 50s type movie where like the jocks all wore their letterman's yeah. jackets and like that really wasn't happening in the 90s. And then like but the girls kind were of the all 80s, there. though. Yeah, that's what I mean. It this, was, it's weird. This movie has an 80s like Teen Wolf almost. Yes, it did very much Teen it. Wolf. That's but Teen Wolf was less of a satire. Yeah. So it was it was that's why it worked. And if it was more of a satire, it would have worked. But this is somewhere in the middle and it, it's some um, it's kind of shitty. Kind of nothing. Okay, so we're in the gymnasium at a high school, and there's a sign in the back that says hog power, because they're like the hemorrhage hogs, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's just a hilarious sign to write, hog, hog power. power. Okay, yeah. so Hillary Swank is in this movie. She's in the fucking bleachers, and she's like, you know, are you a friend of the squad, or like, are you a weirdo? Because you're like doing all the dances, and like, yeah. you know, whatever. But then isn't she a cheerleader for the rest of the movie? And she's like mad at Christy for not being part of practice or something. 
I, you know, I don't know what Hillary Swank's role in this is, and I don't know why they wouldn't just make her one of the cheerleaders. That's what I don't get because yeah. she's in the stands while they're cheerleading and she's dancing yeah. along, and like doing like cheering she's like doing the shimmy, but she doesn't seem to have anything wrong with her. That's what I mean. It's not like she has like a broken leg or something. Like she's a injured reserve yeah. from the cheer team, and she hangs out with all the cheerleaders. She's mad at Christy Swanson, like you said, for missing cheer practice. But it's like you're not on the fucking. You're not a cheerleader. Yeah. What do you fucking care what she and does? And like also, are you? a friend of the squad or are you like I don't get what what's her going role. on with I don't you. know what her role is honestly yeah. I really don't is so, she like the then, cheer manager and then also because then we go to the mall and it's Christy Swanson and she's talking that she got a C plus on her history test and everybody's like ew I can't believe I copied off of you yeah um, in this movie there's a lot of volleyball talk and it is the worst I what's hate the, it what's your sitch what's the sitch sitch is something they say constantly what's and the sitch what's sitch? the sitch what's your sitch the yeah. other thing James I don't know if you noticed this one not just what's the sitch but another phrase that they kept saying over and over again I didn't matter did. is what's with you <laughs> What's with you is great. That that wasn't just this movie though. That's no, we were that saying was like the '90s. In the '90s, I when someone was acting, that. they could be acting weird of just a little bit off, maybe zoning out, or a full fledged vampire floating off the ground. And the correct response to either of those things would be, "What's with you? Yeah, you're being fucking weird. <laughs> that what's means what's you? going on? Yeah, yeah. So, it's non judgmental. Yeah, because it might be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. I don't feel yeah. good. It's what's with you? There's something off, but it's not like what's your problem? Yeah. It's so anyway, perfect. I perfect level of aggression. <clears throat> I am going to be bringing this back into my yeah everyday vernacular. life. Yeah. Just like if I just don't understand the vibe what's or anything you? like that, just what's with you? Yeah, you I know? like it. I don't. I'm just. I won't stand for it anymore. I think you're onto something because well, no, the children of the '90s were onto something. Okay, so um, the girls are going. They're at the mall, and then they decide they're gonna go to movies. But like, what movies are we gonna go to? They argue. They're talking. They're not talking about what movie to see. They're talking about what movie theater to go to. Ushers are like so. Like, let's go to AMC. How about just like find a fucking movie and go to it? That one doesn't even have Dolby, and they were like arguing about it, and they finally pick one. They get in an elevator, and here comes D Sud into effect. Yeah, and then so they're they peering at teenage girls in the mall. Oh my god, he's got to wear like a creepy like trench coat, like a a hat. A hat looks unshaven, like he hasn't. He looks like looks like a forties private investigator who slept in his office last night. He looks like the Grotens fishing guy on the frozen Gortons or Grotens Gorton Gorton Gortons whatever. (laughs) He looks like the fishing guy. Apologies to him. Well, because he's the only one that I have offended by saying that. He goes out there. Hey, listen. Except for the Gorton listen, family. I apologize. Gorton goes the Gorton out. Family. He goes out there every goddamn day. It he braves like- the the waves and the salt water and misses his family and Mrs. Gorton is at home and all the little kids Mrs. to get Gorton you knows what she your signed up for. delicious fish sticks. So don't you say a bad goddamn word about Mr. My Gorton. frozen fish sticks. Yeah, they're goddamn delicious, and he's out there getting them specifically. He said, Ah, I this, know they're delicious. This batch is for Sarah, and he brings in. I don't think ah, that he does that. There we go. She's gonna love this one. No. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. so Mr. we're gonna mince it up and bread it. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> looks like the Gorton's fish stick man. <laughs> he doesn't. He do- but if he like got an LL Bean catalog. If he got if, if his trench coat and hat were slickers and not fabric then yeah. And he had to buy those things out of a catalog. Do you remember catalogs? Well, yeah, I remember yeah, your grandparents and shit would have catalogs. 
My grandmother got everything. I love catalogs. a catalog. Yeah, what, racist okay. man, all catalog. So anyway, um, now we're at the movies. The girls are being so loud and talk- talkative at the movies, and Luke Perry and David Arquette are sitting behind the girls, and they are being the protectors of the arts. So yeah. the girls are being loud and obnoxious, and they are drunk. Yeah, they three sheets to out. the wind. They are in, they are sitting in their seats, not having bathed in a while. And They're total dirtbags, yeah. They are kicking on the seat in front of them to be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. We paid good money for this. We just want to yeah. watch and the And Luke movies. Perry's like, no, he didn't. He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, because they snuck in, obviously. Well, yeah, because how else are you going to convey- ooh. Yeah. How else are you going to convey that they are dirtbags by saying, yeah. like, we paid good money for this, and no, we didn't. No, oh, we didn't. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. We drink out of a flask at the movies. Yeah. <laughs> so they, um, there's these dudes in a convertible. They're popping up. The girls are talking about how my Buffy says, my parents are going out of town. I'm going to have my boyfriend. It's going to totally bang me. It's going to be amazing. But no banging happened. I think it did. I think that's when they cut away. It was away. just so uneventful that we didn't get like a when makeout a, scene. It yeah, was just got was, the jiffy pop. Well, I think it just goes to show he was kissing on her neck. She wasn't really into it, but she was like, well, I invited him over. I'll let him hump on me for a while. Wow. that's That was the vibe I got. And it was like, eh, whatever. I mean, I guess that's so. It's a pretty sad relationship. Um, there, there's dudes in a convertible and they're like, it's a full moon. Let's go out and party. Yeah, let's party. Screaming it. And this guy, um, it's dude from, from, uh, Days and Confused. Got, what the fuck is his name? He has like the biggest eyebrows I've ever seen Him, yeah. on a human being. A lot of Dazed and Confused alum in this movie. Same time period. And, uh, definitely a lot of those, even Affleck pops up yeah. for a second. Ben Affleck is one of the players. He has one line. And he crushed it. <laughs> he cries like, what the fuck, man? Christy, You're a vampire. Christy Swanson leans over the car and she's under this guy's nose that's in the passenger seat. And she like shares a Twizzler and makes out with her boyfriend who's driving. And the friend is like, I don't mean to sound sexist, but can I borrow her? And I'm like... And then you're wondering why yeah. she fucking slammed you up against the lockers so, later on in the movie. Well, also she laid across him with her ass in his face. He was I, sitting at the door, and her no, no, no. That. But I mean, her ass was like yeah. in his in his face, which was but a very weird way to lay. But then he's the borrow like, her part was disgusting. Yeah, but I mean, it was like she was. That was a odd way to lay. I was just saying he shouldn't be surprised that no. he got fucking thrown into the locker later. No, no, definitely not, definitely not. Yeah. But anyway. So now we're in the cemetery and the eyebrows guy was like, okay, whoever is behind me better show yourself or, you know, be gone by the time I turn around. And it is Pee Wee Herman in a wig on a merry-go-round. Okay, so Pee Wee Vermin? Pee Wee Vermin. Pee Wee Vermin. Pee Wee Herman is a vampire. If I ever see a mouse, I'm calling him Pee Wee Vermin. (laughs) What's up, Pee Wee Vermin? Pee Wee Herman is a vampire, and I'm not sure what happened to me just then, but Pee Wee Vermin, sorry. Sorry, Uh, Paul Rubens. I'm sorry. fucking love Paul Rubens. I think he's a goddamn genius, and uh, I think he's great. I don't care. He was not a good vampire. Okay. He, he, He played it like the movie should have been played, I thought. He yeah. played it full on satire, and I think that's what they told him to do because, like, his death oh, yeah. scene was obviously. I mean, they went to the credits afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. that was what they told him to do. There's like half the movie's characters, they said, this is like total satire, over the top. All the vampires are supposed to be hilarious. But then the other half of the cast are like, just like a regular teen, like, rom com yeah. movie. Don't worry. It's like a, you know. But then sometimes the teens are like, 
ah, like they're yeah. like, you but know. Half the actors seem to have been told a different tone than the other like half of the actors. Like she says to the vampire at the end, she's like, oh, please. <laughs> yeah. That... Like the, the the boldness. What's with you? What's and to say you? to a vampire's face, oh, please. please. <laughs> yeah. Which in the 90s, that was like your stinging response was, oh, please. And yeah. that was like, oh, man, she rejected the fuck out of him. So we keep flashing back to the, the old ages and these nightmares. So Christy Swanson is in a wig and she stabs a, vamp- a vampire in the chest with a stake. Christy's having nightmares. We go to... Um, Christy Swanson's nightmares this week, <laughs> this summer on Discovery Channel. She's probably looking for some work. I'd like to hear about Christy Swanson's oh, she's nightmares. Bat shit raving crazy now. It's fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. she's crazy. So now oh, we now. go to Pee Wee Herman, and he looks like he's in that once bitten like house. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like this, like beautiful. Yeah, it's like the once bitten house. Yeah, this beautiful coffin with like a red light coming out of it. That's yeah, yeah. That you know, it looks just like the once bitten mansion. Yeah, once bitten again hit the tone better mm-hmm. once bitten was like almost like they they never could get the tone down once bitten's a little bit off the other direction yeah. and this is a little bit off in this direction it's but yeah it does remind me of once bitten a lot so peewee herman is the uh oh what's that guy's name whoa i don't know once bitten oh sebastian sebastian, sebastian. so peewee herman is kind of like the sebastian of chauffeur and a butler and a slut who eats buttons yes <laughs> She, so Pee Wee Herman is like the, he's like, oh, it's okay, master. Like, I'm planning a new generation of vampires for you. Like, yeah, you know, you're not I'm strong enough yet. Building your army. I'm building an army. Like, whatever. Then we go back to high Which school. Which is the same plot of One Spitting, too. Yeah. They're recruiting, well, recruiting virgins. Yeah, but hers of- is, yeah, hers is more like... Uh, it's I mean, weird... the vampires have the same plot. The vampires are yeah, trying to recruit a new generation. Um, so now we go back to high school, and I also love, these are those scenes where they have them all, like, walking, and they're hanging out, like, on the quad or something like that, and they always have, in the 90s, these valley girls, and the valley girls will say one thing that's, like, kind of smart. Yeah, one thing they like, saw on the news yeah. as they walk through like, the kitchen. Con, the ozone is, like, totally breaking. Yeah. I saw it on the news. Yeah, we have to fix it by. We have to take care of our environment. <laughs> totally. So yeah. let's have like a shopathon. Yeah. For the environment. So they're planning the school dance, and they're going to spend all this money to you know put flowers and all this stuff on the on the walls to decorate for this dance, as opposed to like all the money that we're using on flowers, we could probably like donate it. No, they, yeah, but we need to have a party. They're very vapid. The one girl decides that uh, not liking insects is a good thing to talk about. Yeah, and that's a good. That's a good like charity theme. To theme yeah. is that we hate insects and they're bad for everything. So they go to this like diner, which is kind of like a teen like dive bar. It looks like a dive bar. It's, it's not so, even the peach pit. It's not the, even like no, that. No, because in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a dive bar in, in the TV show, they all go to the Bronze, and it's like a nightclub like. Uh, let's just say I wouldn't go there because I'd be like, Ugh, people yeah. I don't like are going to be there. This place looks like a really sleazy dive bar, though. This is like a, a gross place. And that's... Ricky Lake works there. Yeah, Ricky Lake works. That's right. <laughs> Ricky Lake is the waitress. She has two. She says like you can get a hot dog or a coffee or some shit. Well, fucking David line. Arquette just like drops like a butterscotch candy and like a <laughs> bunch of like coins at her. And he's like, loose, what does this get me? And she's yeah. like, uh, loose change gum wrappers. One of those strawberry candies with the what fruit in the that? middle. 
All sorts of that your grandmother has in her purse. All sorts of weird shit. What was that? With the strawberry wrapper. It looks in like Arrested Development where they go to that like kitchen where they like can trade things for food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They That's tra- what it yeah. reminded me of. When he's tra- like, how much does this get me? And she's <laughs> yeah, it was just a- like a hot dog with no toppings on it. like Just on her tray. Yeah. Just a handful of... Yeah. garbage from so, his pocket and then she's like i'm charlotte i'll be your waiter like there's no way that she I, ew like ew as f please <laughs> that's the thing it was like a teenage dive but it wasn't like the, it was teenagers who were in a dive bar no it was all teenagers it was a teenage dive yeah. bar it was like greases it, it was for the teenagers yeah. by the teenagers it was the grease diner but 90s style like a yeah. dive bar it was yeah. <laughs> fucking and it was weird. terrifying yeah really weird so it was like like disease on the toilet seat, Dobie, yeah. is what we're like. Like Viper Room Light. Yeah, 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 yeah. Viper, pre-Viper Room. Yeah. <laughs> Preschool Viper Room. So they're yeah. planning, the, the girls are all planning the senior dance, and Hillary Swank is wearing this yellow leather jacket that Christy Swanson wanted. And this is how I don't know what Hillary Swank's, Swank's? Swank's. What's going on with me? What's like, with me? Oh, what am I, okay. what's with you? Okay. What's so, with you? So Hillary Swank, I don't know what her role is in this movie. I feel because like she's trying to dethrone. Do you think that? It feels like she's trying or to. Or were like... they always on the opposite end of the like? I don't because it seems like she because she told uh, Buffy yeah. that the yellow jacket that was so five minutes ago. Yeah, you're well, five minutes ago, ma'am. I feel like Christy Swanson's like the leader of the group. Yeah. she's the leader of the cheerleading squad. She's all she's like the Kirsten Dunst character and Bring It On. And yeah. then there's this one who's trying to take her down because she's jealous of her, I feel like. And that's what Hillary Swank's role is. See? is like She's her friend, but, you know, she's there to, like, fuck with her. And she wants to be the, the leader of the group. That's what it seems like to me. She's like the Will Arnett character in 30 Rock to Don Geis. I guess, yeah. You're supposed to be happy when a grown man spikes her head against the wall later. Oh, my God. You're supposed to go, yeah, she deserves So that. they are they're all planning um, this dance, and Hilary Swank is wearing this yellow leather jacket that she had just previously told Christy Swanson, Not like, to buy. don't buy that. It's so five minutes ago. Which it was. It was and five minutes ago. she's like, oh, I thought that that was like... Five a thing of the ago. past, and she's, yeah. And she's like, "Well, I'm just—it's vintage, it's retro." She said, "Now it's retro," and she's like, "Yeah,", yeah. which Sorry. I would be—I mean, this is the beginning of Christy Swanson not giving a fuck and just not needing to impress Hillary Swankster. Yeah, which good for you, Christy Swanson. She's starting to get annoyed with her friends here. So um, now the two guys are off. They're like super drunk and they're hanging out, seemingly on like in the Hollywood Arquette Hills. And Luke Perry. This is yeah. Yeah. And they show, and so... Um, Pronouns. Luke Perry, like, passes out because he's super drunk, and then Pee Wee Herman shows up, and he bites David Arquette and takes him, and then Donald Sutherland just shows up, and he tells Luke Perry, this is not a good place to be asleep. Yeah, on the side of a highway. And, and he's uh, like, okay, thanks, Mom. And I'm like, and, nobody yeah. questions this weird guy, because then in the next scene... Well, he drags him into his car, and Luke Perry's Donald like, cool. Sutherland is just watching Christy Swanson do it tumbling in the gym. And she's like, yeah. hi, can I help you? Well, they're at school, so she thinks that he's like some sort of school official, I, be- I believe. Maybe, and he's being super creepy. Because she said, look, if some if someone's in trouble, if I'm in trouble for something, I didn't do it. That yeah. She thinks he's like a superintendent or somebody from the school district. Yeah. At school, you don't, and if an adult is standing there, Yuck. 
and you feel like you're in trouble, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, am I in trouble? You don't think that yeah. they're here to. So anyway, he's like, yeah, cool. Hi, I've been looking for you. Um, I'm actually going to take you to your birthright. It's in a graveyard. And she's like. She's like, you mean like some kind of trust fund? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? I, is yeah. there any way that I can be shadier to get you to come sure. do this graveyard thing? With yeah, come me? on, come come hop in my car and we'll go to the graveyard. I have candy. Let's go. Yeah. No. That would be the only way to be creepier. Uh-uh. Or if you had just, just a trench coat on with <laughs> bare shins. <laughs> You're like, uh oh. <laughs> okay, so he is telling her, like, to prove that he knows whatever, he's like, do you ever have like a dream that you're somebody else? Yeah. She's but, like, everybody does that. Yeah. He, and he's like, no. And he starts like specifically describing some of the different characters that he, that she, by name. you know, by name and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, do you ever have these type of dreams? Just come to the graveyard. It's like, how do you know that? So she, I can't believe I'm going with some weird old man to a graveyard at night on a school night. On a school night. Yeah. yeah. So she goes there. Well, because you have cramps. to have that like, yeah. So she's having these cramps. So she keeps holding like her her side and like in her <laughs> uteral region and she's like oh I'm having cramps and so um, he says Robert Berman was found by a canal a couple of days ago they're in a graveyard and it's a freshly you know three days already a, to- a headstone already up, a which is not possible it so takes months he gives her a stake and they just she just sits in front of this grave until Robert wakes up because that's what and it's yeah he's that's like that's what Donald she's Sutherland like, tells her, her to do and she's like whatever she's like do you have any gum and he's like, yeah. no. And then she just sits there. And I'm like, yeah, because that's funny. She doesn't have a phone. So she, no. there's no. Too many gum. It's 1991. She's like, yeah. okay, I guess I'll sit here then because there's really nothing else to do. Great news. Robert does come back from the dead. He's right on schedule. He doesn't and make him wait long. he immediately starts fighting with Donald Sutherland. Um, yep, no. And he's like, Buffy, all the blocking for all the fights is so bad. Um, they do like they. There's always hit. a flip. They like a yeah. There's a tumble flip thing, like a wrestling. If they move. need to knock they out a toss. weapon, they both are like, okay, like you can see it. They're like one, two, like okay, and yeah. Then, whoop, and then they do that whole thing, and you're just like, wow. Yeah, and I'm not really um, sure how wonderful of a like a hand to hand combat person Christy Swanson probably really is either. Yeah. So heavy on the sound effects. That's what I'm getting at. This other lady wakes up. And she starts fighting with Christy Swanson, Buffy, and yeah. now it's an all-out brawl. Ah, two-on-two, tag No match. problem. She stabs these people, whatever. Donald Sutherland is supposed to be, like, her watcher, which is, like, he's supposed to, like, train her to be... Yeah. She's She is a slayer. She is the chosen one. But, but he has no special to, skills except to know no, who she is. That's the only the skill he has. If he's... The watcher, and he's supposed to train me. I'd be like, mm, "Listen, Papa, um, I saw you fighting back there. Well, That's yeah. okay. I'm going to hire somebody else." He's just like a 60 year old man, though. He's not, supp- yeah. you know, he's not going to be able to do it. He's got to tell you how to do it. So David Arquette is, has vampire teeth and these like crazy weird ears, <laughs> and he's like floating um, in the window, asking to be invited in to Luke Perry. And Luke Perry is not even like remotely phased by it. He's just like. He wakes Aww. up all hungover, and he's like, what, man? All right. And he's on the second floor, and dude's mm-hmm. like outside the window, so that should have been a hint right there. And he goes, oh, man, you're floating. Come on. Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, come like, on. Get out of here. He goes, what's wrong with you? You yeah, on what's something? What's with you, man? Yeah, what's with you? He's like, you on something? Yeah. And he's like, no, man, I'm just hungry. And he's like, oh, you're floating, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Get out of here. He's like- You're floating. 
like Jesus. He, like David Arquette has previously had a floating yeah. problem, and he's, he's like fucking floating, floating, again, floating again, man. I'm gonna call your mom and tell her you're floating again. She Does your mom you know that. that you're floating again, She's David? Gonna put you back in rehab, but she told you no more oh, floating. By the way, <laughs> Luke Perry's name is fucking Pike, Pike in this movie. Let me tell you something, Pike. There's nothing more than I hate than that. That's the worst. A name I already that's not really a name. do not like. I do, okay, I don't care. I don't like Luke Perry. She's got a real Perry, everybody audience. She's got a real Perry aversion here. I don't like anybody who is brooding. Yeah, you're not you're not into the brooding type. And that they're like, oh, life is so deep, man. Yeah. I just, I don't get it, and I don't like it. Uh, yeah, no, like, it's not I don't too. care, whatever. James Dean, live fast, die hard. <laughs> yuck. I think it's yuck. No. Whatever it is, die young. I, I don't care. Fast, oh, young. that's the live fast, die hard. Is that movie? I think that's probably uh, the name of a like a sports sequel. Whatever, I don't care. That's how hard. fucking. That's how fucking forgettable everything is. Is that d- die hard? Fucking Bruce Willis. They have to give it. now. They have to give uh, James Dean's estate a cut of that because yeah, probably. <laughs> they, no, that's probably, no. Yeah. No, I agree. The brooding yeah. thing, I don't know. I, I get it, though, what you're saying. The brooding thing has got to be annoying. He was pretty good when he was on Oz later on, but that was post-brooding. That was care. when he was, like, you know, not playing, like, hey, His I'm, name was Pike. I'm real attractive, you know? Pike. I'm attractive, but I've had a tough life. That's that's every Luke Perry character. I'm sad. I, I was sad that he was... That he fell ill and that he was no longer with us. That he's no longer with us. Luke I was Perry. sorry. Yeah, sorry yeah, about, yeah. to hear about Luke Perry. I'm sure he's a very nice person. Every movie that he's in, he's always. He was and you're just like, yeah. Ugh, yuck. He, he's a lot of women who are around forty right now. He's a lot of their crushes back in the day. Like well, they used to fucking ladies, love him. Get it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's better. I think on the show though. Look at what on nine hundred two one zero. Look at what the choices were. You had him. You had Priestley, who's like a fucking elf. Priestley looks like a goddamn elf. That he looks like, and then Brian Austin Green. He's gonna like take something off, and his ears are gonna pop out. His elf ears. Brian Austin Green looked like a dork, and then you had that Ian Ziering guy. Nobody wants to fuck that guy. So, yeah, but he's like in the shark movies now. He's in the Sharknado. Yeah, he's thing. fine now. But I mean, no, he wasn't the sex symbol of that move of that show. So Perry wins by default in that group. Yeah. They were like, well, I guess he's got the best sideburns, and then that's what that's what makes you win in the nineties. Whatever. That's in the sporting events. If it was a tie, they just go to Blue best sideburns and if, from ninety two to ninety five. I think I just. I think I think I made James Dean cooler by saying I just turned it into live fast, die hard. I mean, somebody probably said it after what happened happened to him. No. <laughs> I think he was like sick. That's not nice. James Dean died in a fucking car accident. No. Driving okay. Like an I'm asshole. sorry. I thought you meant Luke Perry. <laughs> no, not Luke Perry. James Dean. Yeah, he definitely died in a car yeah, accident. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't making bad Luke Perry jokes. He yeah, died. He was, I was ill. Like, no. No. Okay. Luke Perry was driving a Porsche like an idiot around Resetting. the turn. Yeah. Resetting. Yeah. Different thing. Here we go. James Dean, not Luke Perry. Was driving a Porsche. Okay, we got to stop talking said about Luke those Perry two. Was driving a Porsche. No, <laughs> they're the same person. Okay, <laughs> Buffy comes home. Mom's like, "Do you have any idea what time it is?" And she really just wants to know. Like, it's like uh, like a Rodney Dangerfield movie. Yeah. Like, like, she's oh. like, "Do you have any idea what time it is?" And she's like, 10? Oh, okay. My watch is broken. She like, goes, "Oh, I knew this thing was slow. You're paying no arm and a leg for something, honey. Are you ready to go? That's literally what is this thing was. on? Yeah. Oh, anyway. let's go." Um, but okay. So what I don't understand is that like her boyfriend was supposed to be sleeping over like the whole weekend. It was supposed to be like 
a fuck palace there. Yeah. And then and then she just killed two undead people and she's like, oh, yeah, cool. Hi, yeah. mom. Uh, hi, mom. How you doing? Covered in dirt. She's got like vampire blood on her. Yeah. All sorts of stuff going We're on. We're having a bad dream. We're back to the vampire lair. And then we go back to the ladies' locker room. Donald Sutherland is in there for some reason. She's What does she call it? A naked place? Yeah, she does call it a naked place. <laughs> that was pretty funny. This is a naked place. <laughs> Do you know what that sounds like? What? <laughs> okay, good. I won't bring it up then. Okay. I appreciate she said that she appreciates that there's real vampires. Yeah. Like she's like, I appreciate knowing that there's real vampires Listen, out there. I get your plight. And he throws a knife at her head to Big knife. prove that she's the chosen one. So she catches it and she's like, Why would you throw You threw a knife at my head? Stripping place. Yeah. Oh um, the stripping place. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the stripping place? Yes. Okay. A place for stripping. I call the strip club the stripping place. Yeah, is that and the James stripping has place? Been <laughs> me with it. I have not. You laughed harder I, than anybody. I know said. because it makes sense. It's. Just, it I know. It's the just stripping place. the stripping place is a very formal way to put it. <laughs> so she punches Donald Sutherland in the face and like breaks his nose, and he's like, "Oh, well, you did it perfectly." Because she's like, "I've never thrown a punch before," and he's like, "Well, you did it perfectly." Yeah. So now she's convinced and now she's Christy Martin. Dude, cut to her, not just Christy Martin, cut to her being Bruce Lee. She's, she's punching bags. She's doing karate. She's fucking uh, wow. swing kicking, fly kicking at she's the fucking She's doing giant bag. like spinning roundhouse kicks where you're like, holy shit. She's doing gymnastics. She's flips and climbing. She's doing like the obstacle course that you have to do like in a, a movie for like police exams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to pass. Climb the wall and you have to like, what? Like, she's doing that. <laughs> she's trying to, yeah, she's doing like uh, Demi Moore trying to be a Marine. Yeah. <laughs> that's what she, suck my dick. That's what she's doing. What if what if Buffy the Vampire Throwing, Slayer said suck my dick? Suck my dick after she throws she's, a wooden stake at the dummy. Yeah. Which she does, That that's a thing that so, happens. And I also love that she's doing all the gymnastics and fighting and she's doing, ha, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh everything. Ha! She's great, yeah. Everything that she does. Ha! And, she, and there's a huge sound effect too. It's it's boom, boom, boom. Whole time she's got like L.A. gears on. Yeah, in her cheerleading. Take it to the minute. Um, okay, so she says to Donald Sutherland, she's like, okay, so like, what do I do if I meet this guy? By the way, now that she has a purpose in life, she doesn't talk so much like a valley girl, which I was like, oh. Yeah, her inflection totally changes. I'm not vapid anymore because I'm, I'm serving a totally higher purpose. serious because I'm going to kill like vampires and stuff. Like I'm going to be killing like vampires. Okay, so um, she gets called to the principal's office because she's running late for school because she's basically up at all hours of the night. Oh, like, I mean, Jesus, vampire training will take it out of you. It really yeah, does. She's it missing does. cheerleading practice. So she's missing cheerleading practice. And then I also love that she kills a fly. A fly you went in the other room at this point. Mm. She put a push pin in her mouth and she launched it. Like she went. Yeah. And she pinned this fly. That's some impressive, you know. She's done like. Karate kid three, type shit. Yeah. She's done like three days where she's missed three cheerleading practices. But she learned like, that. I have incredible aim now. Listen, if you told the other cheerleaders, listen, I know I missed cheerleading practice for three days, but watch, watch this. this and did that. They'd be like, holy shit. You can kill bugs. That's like. Super cool. Yeah. Let's get her a bunch of push pins. So Luke Perry is like, bye, I'm getting out of here. There's something going on. Something is weird. 
around here, and you don't want to be here either, gets in his van and takes off. I'm out of here. Okay. That's Vannon. She, that's certainly Vannon. Um, Buffy learns that her secret weapon is PMS, okay? When vampires are around, she gets She senses crampy. them with cramps. So. Which, what if she's actually having- Yeah. Then what? Then she does, she's not going to And she's like, know. oh no, vampires? Listen. No. Just just regular. Cramps around, vamps abound. There you go. <laughs> Cramps abound, vamps around. So she's like, my secret weapon is PMS. Great. And I'm like, right. you know what? That's every woman's secret weapon, honey. PMS. <laughs> That's hers, definitely. She senses Great. it. So I'm, but by the way, I'm going to use that my for my excuse. Like anytime I'm cramping, I'll be like, oh. Vampires. Oh, there's a bunch of assholes around. Oh. Oh, I can sense it whenever I'm cramping. Ah, oh, vampires. Cramping. Assholes. All right, I'm about, if, if I start cramping, I'm cramping everybody's style. Boom! So Donald Sutherland tells her that he, <laughs> that he has lived 100 lifetimes and trained slayers in every lifetime. Okay. That's a lot. So, like, he knows. A hundred so many times. It's so many. He dies, comes back, and he's like, must find slayer. And, sh- and he's like, and you're the best one I've met so far. Right. Yeah. So, and he's done a hundred of them. So 100. he's trained a hundred of them. But he's like bigger, faster, stronger. She's she's ready to go. So he, harder nipples. You have the hardest yeah. nipples of anyone I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> you can cut glass with those things, Mama. No one else's nipples blast consistently right through their bra. Right. But so my question is: so he knows that he is a watcher, and he's like, I have to find some lady, and just like, so like. He's like a librarian in high school in um, Sunnydale in the the show. I, I, Giles I, I, is the watcher and he's the librarian because okay. he's around all the books. Take your word for it. But for is it. Donald Sutherland, was he a librarian? Was he just like resident weirdo He's school? got no job because they talked about, she said, maybe like we could kill them all and then you could like get a job. Yeah. And he goes, oh, a job. I would have been a marvelous boot maker. And she's like, that's not a job. Like, meh, meh, meh. But yeah. he's never had a job because his whole life is spent searching for her seeking out and then, and then training a goddamn vampire slayer. not even training convincing like don't you think that you the slayer would it. need to be like like w- wouldn't she instinctively be like oh man i'm cramping like i need to kill vampires apparently not because like she, she didn't sees know they a vampire existed. movie she's like for some reason i'm just so i'm drawn to this but she needed different. someone to crystallize it for her and put it all together as so but yeah that's my thing is like kill so the vampires all know that there is a Slayer. They know that a Slayer exists. So they're like, whenever they hear about the, oh no, there's a Slayer, they're like, shit, our days are numbered. And they're like, but let's, I mean, let's Great. try. Let's yeah. keep going. Great. Now we got to deal with this can. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like when the FBI starts tapping Tony Soprano. Like, it's like, that's, yeah, you we're know. We're in trouble. Yeah, we're in, we're in it's trouble. It's all starting. Indictments are imminent. They're coming. Yeah. And who, you know, now you got to see who's a rat. Nah, that's what I mean. In your organization. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was bullshit that it doesn't seem to make sense that the vampire slayer would not have any instincts. She's just like, I just want to like be a teenager and like be cool and like have fun and go to the dance. Well, she has the physical instincts. She can catch knives. She gets cramps and vampires are around, but she doesn't know. She doesn't know. That's why. That's the thing. She just needed someone to tell her, listen, there's vampires. You didn't know that. But I just, I've noticed, I've noticed the theme is like, you know, that these girls, like, I just want to be like cool and feminine and like, 
you know, and pretty and whatever. And they're like, no, you're a badass chick who can fight people and you don't, you're cool. Like girls are tough. And I'm like, I understand. But like when I was a kid, I was arm wrestling everybody in eighth grade and loving it. Yeah. So I didn't need to be told that I was. But she was just not, that wasn't her style. That's what I mean. She was more of like, I know. I want to buy that leather jacket. Like, oh my God. And so, then they had to tell her, like, listen, you're a badass. And she was like, I am. Yeah. And then she was. And that I was know. good. I'm just so, saying. Not everybody knows what's within. What's with you? And she didn't know. No, what I was saying was, is I think that's funny that I, I've just never, I've always thought that. You know. Congratulations to you. I'm just, maybe I'm the chosen one. I'm ha- maybe you are. Let's look for vampires. I'll see when I start cramping. I was going to say, you've been crampy lately or what? What's yeah. going on? Maybe I, that's been realized by me and maybe I'm the slayer. <laughs> possible. all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. It is possible. Okay. You're right. I didn't think about it like that. Thank you. Um, so Luke Perry's van is not starting and um, Paul Rubin's uh Pee Wee Herman's jumped up on the windshield and he got stuck on the windshield slash grill. And Luke Perry is just driving around in his van. Um, Pee Wee flinging off the, yeah. on the grill, on the roof. And I mean, that's Vannon. That's Vannon. Pee Wee Herman fl- flying off your roof, going 40 miles an hour through a, through a park. That's, that's Vannon. Vannon. Pee Wee Herman punching through the roof of your that's van. That's right. Trying to grab you. And his arm comes off. That's Vannon. Because you hit a tree in the top and Pee Wee comes off, separates from his arm. Crashing into a tree, your guitar going through the front windshield, that's Vannon. Yeah, Luke Perry survives that pretty well, too. I mean, he's going like full speed, no seatbelt, no airbag, Not, yeah. pow. And he Doesn't just even like, ooh, ow. Walks right out of yeah. the van, no problem. Uh, but hey, guess what, man? Cash, grass, or ass, Pee Wee, nobody's riding for free. That's right. Well, Pee Wee. So don't. you lost your arm. That's what I'm well, saying. How about arm? Does yeah. that count in that triage? Uh, these vampires attack Luke Perry and Buffy and Donald Sutherland show up like they're, and they start killing the vampires and they're like doing an assessment. Like, so she kills a couple of vampires and he's like, good, good. <laughs> and like, she's like, what? It's like a training in a video game. It's yeah. like a training sequence. On, on, <laughs> on job training. So Luke Perry is like. Not traumatized by this, but he's like, hey, I've got this friend. He's all weird. He's a vampire. I've got to get out of this town. And then he says the sentence, what's with you? And then he's acting like, how come you're so flaky and complicated? Like, just be deep with me. Yeah. And for Luke Perry, this has to be because like you said, she should have some instincts being the chosen one and all and having these powers within her. He has nothing to do with any of this shit. And he people is, are floating. People are uh, arms are coming off. There's Pee-wee badass Herman chicks killing people. Broke his arm off in his van. And he's just like, well, I mean, there's vampires. So I mean, what's up with that? There's no like, what the fuck is going on? Luke yeah. Perry never does like. He's he's down for the cause. It's explained to him, and he's like, all right. Well, I mean, yeah, like like you said, they were out of this sandwich, so you, I got you this one. All right, cool. Like mm-hmm. that's. No problem. Yeah. No explanation needed. Don't give me the backstory. I'm ready to go. Luke Perry's on board. Yeah. He's like, look, Pee Wee Herman was trying to get into my van. I know that he ate my friend David Arquette, and now my van is totaled. So you're the chosen one, and you know we're going to... Those vampires are going to get their comeuppance for messing with my van. That's right. Well, yeah, he's going to sit at home. He's going to sit at home whittling steaks out of everything he could find. Now he can't go to Van Nats. Nope. He's not going to be able to go By the way, if you have not watched Vannon, 
it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's a video, a, and it is the greatest documentary. It's 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 not really a documentary. It's just it's an experience. It's you just sit back and you go, "What the fuck are people doing?" And it's just a bunch of there's By no the way, there's no like I watched, narrative or anything. No, through it. it's just it's people. just you're introduced into the van life culture. It's a real curiosity. Um, I watched it when I was recovering from shoulder surgery, and I was on pain medication, and I loved it. And then I watched it when I was not on pain medication, and I loved it even more. So that's that all says something. About. Yeah, medication, no medication. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's maybe better. It's better than Buffy. Oh, and twenty six minutes shorter than Buffy. Yeah, that helps too. Um, okay, so Buffy's nips are blasted, of course, um, and she's like, "You can stay here, no probs. Like you can sleep over at my house. Totally. Don't worry about yeah. it. I'm a teenager." Because her um, parents are always away for the weekend. I've decided that friends. I love Pee Wee as a vampire. He is born to be a vampire. He should have retroactively won an Oscar for this performance. To me, everybody should have had the same tone Pee Wee had in this movie. Would I have agree. Been- at least, like, campy and funny, yeah. you know? Um, Buffy's boyfriend's friend grabbed Buffy's ass at school, and she power slams him. Yeah, she flips him over, then, like, throws him against the locker. And, I will complain about this, her boyfriend was so much meaner to her than he was his friend. He was mad at both of them for some reason. He's like, don't touch my stuff to his friend. Yeah. And then he's like, what's with you, Buffy? Like, yeah, why, what's with you? Like, you're not going to cheerleading practice that and then you're been, flipping my friends? That would have been awesome. He fuck, I would have been like, fuck yeah, that's what you get for grabbing her. Like, that would have been bad. There's more than when, there's more where that came from, bitch. Yeah, that boyfriend, yeah. I don't know what the hell he's mad at both of them for. Pick someone to be mad at. Be mad at there, your friend. There is a, now we're at a basketball game, and there is a player on the team uh, of the Hogs, yeah. Hog Power, maybe the Hog Power Forward on the basketball team. We'll see. He looked just like Teen Wolf, but he was a teen vampire. And it's, yeah, the guy from the beginning. literally has blo- the guy with the eyebrows. He literally has blood in the corners of his mouth, giant, crazy, spiky teeth, and these crazy ears. It's like Dr. Spock ears, or Mr. Spock, not Dr. Spock. Mr. Spock ears with like a bite mark taken out of them. It was <laughs> like they're really hard. They're insane. They're really like, noticeable. They're like fish ears, but like yeah. pointy like elves, and then they have these like ginormous teeth. And and a, and a weird like glint in their eye, and they go around not really adhering to the rules of basketball. Yeah, Ben Affleck just gives him the ball, and he's like, "Take it, man!" Take Which it, is man. exactly the reaction that you would have. Take it, man! I'm getting I'm getting Dunkin' Donuts. Getting scale for this? Just take yeah. it. He's like, I'm getting scale for this, and I will be going out with Jennifer Lopez. I, <laughs> I don't mean, need this, this is movie. Fine, I need this is good for my SAG card and everything. But Buffy other than that, comes out from the cheerleading section and she starts fighting with the teen wolf guy. Russian and, leg sweeps him as he runs up the floor which, <laughs> right at half court which is pretty awesome. The, there, all of a sudden you can tell this was probably a punched up line. There's a girl on the court. Yeah, like, there's oh a girl. no. There's Stop a girl. the game. There's a girl on the court. Ew, maybe she has her period. Um, okay. She's fucking up the point guard. <laughs> That's what she's doing. So she steals some man's motorcycle. Okay, so she's chasing after this guy, and the guy says to a high school student, "Yeah, hey, do you want some real power in between your legs? While he's on the motorcycle. So she beats the shit out of him. She goes, actually, I do, and then yeah. whoops his ass. And then takes the motorcycle, absconds with this motorcycle. Which I give Donald Sutherland credit for the foresight to go, you know what? At some point while you're fighting vampires, a motorcycle might come into play. Let's teach you how to ride one of these things. Oh, she's she was like, an expert motorcycle 
expert stunt rider level, peeling out around corners. I don't know if she's ever ridden a motorcycle, but Donald Sutherland trained her. No wonder why she was late for school. Yeah. She's learning a lot. It's a lot. To learn like kung fu and motorcycle stunt work. That's going to, at the same time, it's going to take a while. I was upset with this man. First of all, so you said this to a high school student. Yeah. Sir. Oh, yeah, the biker. This guy has a mortgage. Uh, I don't think so. I think he probably has uh, late well, rent I just payments mean, like, and yeah, several eviction notices. He's an adult. Like he, has, like, he has things against him, right? Very many. And he says to a high school student, yeah. he calls her a lesbian. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And he says that he's going to tell the world. He says, you're a dyke and I'm going to tell the world. And I was like, sir. What a weird line, first of all. It wasn't like it was like she's not a famous actress or something. (laughs) Like, who are you going to tell? You don't even know who I am or where I'm. What are you talking about? And also, like. My parents? Who cares? I'm a high school student. You're disgusting. Yeah, you're a gross old man who's trying to molest me. Yeah. And he's like. I'm going to take your motorcycle. He's indignant about his being rejected by a. And I'll tell the world. Okay. She's literally in her cheerleading outfit. Like yeah. he's not. It's chasing after a vampire. She's definitely, clearly not an adult. We'll yeah. put it that way. Yeah, chasing Gross. a vampire. Anyway, I was upset by that line. Yeah, because I was, was like, I'll tell the world. You know what? I'll tell the world shit. something too. Yeah. You'll have to tell them. Ding dong. Hi, yeah. I'm a sex offender. Luckily, she whooped his ass and carjacked yeah. him. So I mean, that good was, for you. I think Buffy. the weapons earned. There you Luke go. Perry shows up and stakes the guy through the heart. So now he's like comfortable with slaying vampires and no talking shit to Paul Rubin. He's St- like, oh, you know what I would have done to you before? Like a lot of stakes he- everywhere too. Yeah, he's got like a little feud going on with Pee Wee. So the lead vampire guy stabs Donald Sutherland in the heart, the guy that she keeps dreaming about, like Lothos yeah. or Lathos. Or Loomis or Layman. L- L- Lenovo. Know. Lenovo Laptops. Jay Leno, I believe his name is. No. He's old um, so he stabs Donald crusty. Sutherland in the heart with this stake, and Buffy says, stay still, we'll get you some help. Hello. I have been pierced through the heart and or lungs. Huge wooden stake. I will Just not be surviving this. Organs obliterated. And he has a very long-winded monologue within oh. him to get through. And He's then Donald he Sutherland. He always, he, Donald Sutherland always has a monologue. Yeah. It's in his contract. If I'm going to die, I really got to go out spewing some shit. I got to go out spewing some wisdom. Her friends are mad at her about not being able to decorate for the dance. They're like, um, excuse me, where have you been? Yeah, where have you been? This is right She's like, I'm. I ride fucking motorcycles. So she's now, like, okay? I met this guy, and they're like, Oh, are you having an affair? And I'm like, She is not. Well, first I said cool. They were like, Cool. Are you having an affair? Awesome. And yeah. then she was. We're like, not married, so it's not an affair. Yeah. And then they're like really upset when they think that she's having an affair with Luke Perry, which I mean, same sees. He's dirty. He's like so par. She's mad that, and she doesn't want to do. The vampire thing, she wants to go to the dance. So she is aggressively saying, nope, I'm going to the dance. I'm not going to do anything like that. Luke Perry is like mad disappointed in her. He's like, why would you go to the dance? Because you kill vampires. Like he's so offended that she doesn't want to be like in the vampire killing anymore. He's taking it like a personal rejection. He's like, you're the chosen one. 
I got looped into this shit somehow. Yeah. I'm stabbing vampires too, and now you're going to a fucking dance. Yeah, he's Fine. like, listen, I'm in. I'm, I'm all gonna, in. And I'm I gonna just... have a taxi driver esque moment in my weird, strange above the garage apartment yeah. where I shave and get cleaned up and whittle many, many household items of, made of wood into vampire steaks. Every wooden object that I own, yeah. I will be fashioning into a shiv one was a snow brush like for yeah. your car one of those that you wiped it. <laughs> it was made of wood vampire he, steak he now. turned the other side into a steak um but yeah he's like rulers I just, and shit he's like i'm all in just found yeah. out about this 42 hours ago and like hello i'm yeah. pike i'm pike the vampire slayer that's it i'm the vampire slayer's assistant i don't even give a fuck i just want assistant. i'm just happy to be here she's at a dance i'm the man so um, yes, here's the parallel editing of Luke Perry turning every wooden object into a stake in his bedroom, and then Christy Swanson is getting herself ready to go to the dance. Boo! Be a vampire person. Come on. Um, so now we go to the high school dance. Um, James pointed out, he said, everyone in this room is over 50 now. <laughs> I was like, all these people are like 50 and over now. None uh, of them so look like this So if you watch anymore. that, they're all over 50. Yep. Uh, Luke Perry showed up to the dance <laughs> to go be with Christy Swanson. And I was kind of upset because I would have liked to him for him to have led with, I have a van full of steaks. Listen, full of them. on the way over here, I whittled a bunch of shit in my apartment, true. But then on the way over here, I came across this nice neighborhood, picket fences everywhere. Let me tell you something, the back of my van is full. Picket fence no more. We're re- Yeah, we can handle like a battalion of vampires at this point. Mm. We have enough stakes. We could handle 20, 30 vampires yeah. easily. Otherwise, all the vampires need to do is, you can't have that many wooden stakes around. No. There's a limit of wooden stakes stakes you can have so if you use enough vampires to overwhelm your wooden stake quantity you win period yeah. you have to be willing to sacrifice some vampires because she's going to kill however many she has stakes in her bag yeah but you keep coming with them eventually you're overtaking her i feel yeah. like this is fucking I... ridiculous well and so they well i have a product a reusable vampire stake i feel like i can oh. market this to the slayers of the well, world well i am the slayer because yeah. oh sarah remember, the vampire slayer yeah that's remember. right remember I just said. Magic period. Yeah. I already have discovered. <laughs> so there you go. I think I'm going to My power. A, needs a handle. Yeah. You know, some like a knuckle guard so you won't slip off. You know, you can pull no. it down. Yeah. We Use, need this thing to be. Yeah. Stay in and out. Pow. What's up? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a cattle prod. Okay. Okay. You want to mix some ah, electricity yeah. into this thing too? Yeah. Why not? Electrified vampire steak will electricity seem to work well on david arquette during this dance fight scene yeah yeah we spiked him up there fucked him up good i'm excited for me and my reusable steak everybody we're coming out with it so the vampires okay so buffy and luke perry have been sucking each other's face for like 38 minutes they're just like dancing and everybody's just like oh she gets publicly dumped before this which who cares? That guy sucked. Yeah, he was. She's he like, was, "Have you seen my boyfriend?" And they're like, <laughs> and then she goes over, and he's with her, and he's one with of her other one friends. of her friends, and he's like, "Sorry, like you know, this is just how it has to be." He's like, "He's like, I left you a message." She's like, "You broke up with my machine." Yeah. Which is like a that's the 1992 version of you text broke up with me up. over text, yeah, or you broke up with me over you can't text a fucking instant message. The vampires have crashed the dance. The vampires have shown up and they're just like kind of standing in the. This has a very much a once bitten like where you're all fighting in that mansion, like the vampires, like it's yeah, like, this, like everybody's a cat and mouse, absolutely. 
Well, it's a dance. There's a thing in one spitting, too. They're wreaking havoc amongst the high schoolers. The police. Busting windows. The police would absolutely have been called. Yeah. Well, and then this, that's right. Yeah. The, there's no police intervention at this. This is like a suburban high school. There's no, and there's like. An it's a atta- pretty decent neighborhood. Yeah. These people probably <laughs> have money and there's no, they're like those damn kids. And the vampires are all at the door and yeah, Christy and, Swanson's like, hold on, let me gather up all my stakes. And she's like, they need to be invited. Don't worry about it. And then Hillary the- Swank says, I already invited them. Because they're yeah, seniors. Because they're seniors, and you tell me to invite all the seniors. Yeah, what? Wh- I didn't get that the inv- invitation thing. Why they need to be invited? Vampires. You were telling part me this the- is a vampire lore yeah. thing. How I would miss this my entire fucking life in Twilight. They had to. Sh- Edward had to be invited in. Yeah. When? Where? Like all the time. Where do you have to be invited? Into people's homes. Well, that's just society. You don't just walk into people's homes. Yeah, that's normal. No, but you have to say, like, you're invited. That's why David Arquette was like, come on, invite me in. I thought he was just being, like, sarcastic. Like, come on, pal, invite me in. I'm going to eat you. And he's like, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, because you need to be invited in. But hold on. So they can fly and they do all this shit and they're evil and they're, like, straight from hell, essentially. And they want to kill you and bite you and do all this shit, but they won't come in a room unless they're invited? What the fuck is that? What kind of horse shit fucking trope is that shit to write in there? They are polite, at least. Is this like original Dracula shit? In order for a vampiric being to enter any owned house, whether they're humans, witches, werewolves, or doppelgangers, they must first be invited by the owner. What the fuck is this? Once invited, the vampire cannot be uninvited unless the ownership of the house changes. Okay, then what about the, the, like, you know... Oh, so Hilary Swank, technically, she's not the owner of the school. No! The principal would have to invite them. I guess he's in charge of everything. (gasps) Or maybe Hilary Swank is... I don't know. I don't know what the power structure is here in the school system, but it doesn't say. Uh, what about vampires that fly in as bats and then they turn into a vampire and then they like bite people? What the fuck about them? They didn't okay. get invited in. Okay. Now we see that. That's an old thing. Vampires cannot, on their own, enter a house without an invitation because the threshold on a mythological and spiritual level is considered as a kind of magical and protective barrier that gives security to the home. Okay, so they're... If vampires try to enter uninvited, they will get weakened or even lose their powers. You know, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've never heard of this before. This is crazy. Really? Because it's with Count Dracula, too. So I don't I'm know how I missed like... this this thing, but it, it, I've seen vampire. I don't get how they can be all powerful except in in case of home sovereignty. They really need to be invited in. Like So, the, so Richard Ramirez is a way more dangerous person than a million vampires, is what you're telling me. Yeah. The Night Stalker. Way more dangerous. Yeah. Because he just came into people's houses. I'd rather have a billion a billion vampires than like three night stalkers. This is fucked up. Vampires, yeah. you're pussies. So David you're not Arquette, allowed in my house. Never. Never. You're not invited. David Arquette is lecturing Luke Perry and he's like, these guys are all sheep, man. And he's like talking mad <laughs> shit like yeah. about how Luke Perry is like not a weirdo anymore. Instead, he's like friends with... What are you friends with Buffy for? Yeah. So, oh, because they found out that Buff, like David Arquette heard that Buffy is the, when she was like, I'm going to the dance, Luke Perry, yeah. leave me alone. He was in a photo booth, David Arquette, and he heard her, 
you know, her talking about that she's the chosen one and yeah. the slayer. And David Arquette is a fresh vampire and he's like, Buffy? Buffy? That's the chosen the fuck, one? bro? And then goes and tells Pee Wee Herman and the other guy. And yeah. he's like, it's Buffy. It's fucking Buffy, man. And then Pee Wee Herman's like, it's Buffy. It's Buffy. Of course it's Buffy. I like how Luke They Perry's don't even know like, who the fuck Buffy is. No. She may, he know, only knows her name because they talked at the dive bar for two yeah. seconds. Yeah. Otherwise. So um, she's, um, Buffy is fighting with Paul Rubens and then the the master vampire guy says, that you know, she he kind of gives her the okay to stab Paul Rubens because he's lost an arm and, I mean, he's gotten it to the point yeah. where he can get overtaken by the Slayer, so you might as well kill him. Might as well kill him. Right. They have a little exchange. So um, the the master vampire guy tries to put the moves on Buffy, and she's like, oh, no thanks. But she has, he has, like, a weird power over her. Yeah. Where, like, he can get her to, like, kind of, like, zone for a second, so she, like, stops what she's doing, and, like, he yeah. starts in, and something will snap her out of it. But, like, he has this weird, like, yeah. power over her, I guess, like a Dracula type of thing. Like yeah, a, that's why he has to. The style. Oh, yeah. Come, you know, the fucking fingers, yeah. Yeah. So the principal is walking around and giving all of the people with stakes in their hearts detention. <laughs> dead. They're all dead. dead. And he's like, detention? Dropping detention? paper referrals on their chest. Yeah. yeah, detention for you. Just dropping post-it notes way, on them. I was like, whoa. Way to kick these kids <laughs> when they're down. Um, then he smacks Hillary Swank's head against the wall. Yeah. Because she's complaining. She's complaining about something, and he just like hits her up against the wall and just intentionally like, gives her a concussion. Grabs her forehead and just goes boom, and <laughs> she just like slides down the wall. And then at the end of it, she's like, "Thank you for choosing me to be Miss America." Oh yeah, and the like, news broadcast. This is later. brain damage. Look at what you've done oh. to her. This is CTE. He putting brain fucking Swankster. Hillary Swank. Yeah. No wonder Million Between Dollar Baby. that Million baby. Dollar Baby, she does no chance. No nothing. chance. She's totally screwed. So, um... Maybe that's why they cast her. They're like, you know what? She's the one. We saw her in Buffy. We're going to do this. You think she can pull it off? So the principal gives all the dead people detention, and then Buffy fights with the master vampire, and she kills the master guy. He dies theatrically. The police come, finally. So it's you never see a police. Now. You never see a cop. You just hear a siren in the distance, denoting that they'll I, be there eventually. I was disappointed because so she she kept whenever there were vampires around, she would always like grab her like her uteral region. Yeah, she's like, Ugh. oh, I'm cramping. Yeah, oh, I'm cramping. <laughs> but then she would never like. Oh Christ, Dad! She about would that. never answer with. Like, you know, after everything's all done, cramps are gone, vamps are gone. Cramps are gone, vamps are gone. Cramps out, vamps out. (laughs) (laughs) So Luke Perry says he saves the last dance for her. She's like, cool, let's dance. And then they dance. No music, sirens in the distance. And then they do the credits. There's a very, by the way, the, the ending here is very anticlimactic. There, the ending is like when a kid tells you a story. Yeah. When a child tells you a story, they give a ton of details in the front, and they're like, and then we went here, my mom's car is green, and then the there was three red lights, and then there was a man on there with a shirt that they'll give you all this, and then they'll give you the last... 80% of the story in 12 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then we went to this thing and the building exploded and 12, you know, all these people died and then we went home. And you're like, holy shit, that's the part I want the detail yeah. on. Fuck what color your mom's car is. Yeah. That's what this movie did. It just, at the end, Very much so. there's supposed to be like this big confrontation, sort of, because he's like also coming on to her, I guess, and there's supposed to be 
is his okay the main vampire guy rutger hauer yeah is his goal to seduce the slayer and make her I, his wife so i don't know i then think so she can't slay vampires and now you can build a vampire world I think so. Get because, her on the team. But in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the TV show, he's trying to kill her so that he yeah. can just take over. But he says she's immortal in this in this. I know. Thing. He says that they're like tethered together. So yeah, I'm you're wondering... immortal. She's So he, she can be a vampire, but she can't be killed. And then That's Donald Sutherland also said, because he goes to bite her, and he's like, not this one. Not this one. She's not ready, he says. So I don't know what that means. It still would have been over at that point. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand anything that's happening in this movie. Well, I do know that Joss Whedon apparently was he walked out of the filming because he was writing it and they did too many rewrites and he was upset about it. And who cares? Yeah, I don't think this was anybody's first draft. So probably it's. I looked up um, one of the questions on like people also ask is like is Buffy the TV show a continuation of the movie? According to the official Buffy Watchers Guide, oh <laughs> Whedon wrote the pilots of the TV series as a sequel to his original script, which is why the TV series makes references to events that did not occur in the film. Whedon stated, the origin comic, though I have issues with it, can pretty much be accepted as canonical. Thank you, <sighs> Joss. Great. What a fucking guy. You're accepting it into the thing. Great. Good Lord, nobody cares. I, yeah, I, this is too much for me. Anyway. I, can't, I can't get into these things that are like a whole thing, and there's a. I, can't, I just can't. I just don't have time. I just don't have time to, to deal with this and then talk about it even after it went off the air for 25 years and then have theories about it. Well, I can't. I just don't. Do you know what you can do? <laughs> I have an idea, but maybe you can enlighten me. You can go to the Heigl meter. <gasps> to the Heigl meter! The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement, the way that we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen, most punishing. Yes. One Heigl, not that bad. Ain't that uh, bad. James, I will let you go first. I'm going first? This week, yes. Okay, I this one, I you know, it sucks, don't get me wrong, but as a watching experience, it moves very quickly. Every scene is like... Mm. There's some action. There's Agreed. stuff going on. There's no long scenes at all. So no. everything is very fast, moves along. It's Random only an cuts hour. And flashbacks that don't make sense. But they're fast. But it's they're only fine. an hour 26. So if you don't like it, something that's happening, it'll be a new scene soon. It's very yeah. quick. It's very easy. They attempt to make jokes, which at least you can roll your eyes at. At least it keeps your attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it two Heigels. Oh, wow. As far I'm, I'm starting to grade them on a curve of uh, compared to other movies we watch. Yeah. And compared to like Twilight, this fucking movie is, I mean, I'd skip around in a park happy throwing flowers around that I got yeah. to watch this over Twilight. This is great. So uh, two Heigels for me for this movie. Not too bad. How about you? The what funny, do you give it? The funny thing is, James, I gave it exactly two Heigels You well. two Heigels? Really? Yep. We don't share our Heigels, by the way, beforehand. We do not. I gave mine. We keep I gave our Heigels private. a two Heigel experience. Um, I think you're right. 26, even though we did have to watch a couple of Everly Well commercials. That's not the movie's fine. fault. Um, Hi, my name is Leanne. <laughs> Fucking Everly Welcome. Removing all those foods and re-adding mm. them back in. Hi, I can't poop right for a long time, and like I'm got a lot of gas pains and stuff. So I think it's almonds. I would just prick my finger and put blood on a card, 
and send it in and have somebody else test it. I offered to send them a smear of poop, but they said that wasn't necessary. Just blood, but I said poop anyway. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's how this one girl says it. I'm going to send poop in an envelope. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. No, it's not poop. I know it's, it's not poop. It's blood, but I'm just saying she said poop you, also just They in give case. you like these prickers for you to prick your own finger and yeah. smear the blood. You're like, you the need blood. like you're testing your blood sugar. The blood. Like a blood sugar tester for anyway, diabetics. I gave it two Heigels. Two Heigels. Not bad. Not bad at all. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for listening. Thank you for being here with us. Absolutely. For Buffy the Vampire. Empire Slayer. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, no. Yeah. We have to do Fifty Shades the next movie Ugh, soon. Jesus. So we will be doing that. God uh, help me. I am not sure Both if I can endure Look Who's Talking 2. Um, I can't. I, I don't. Can't. I No. I think that series dies there. Because the, the next ones, the second one was pretty popular, I think. And then the one after that wasn't even like no one watched that shit anymore. No. The second one was pretty popular, though. Fuck. But I don't remember anything about it. It's all it's the same as the first one. It's a baby talking. Who gives a shit? I don't know. It's a girl this time, everybody. But it's not going to be Tony Danza baby, which no. everybody wants Tony Danza. It's Roseanne. Yeah. I'd watch it if it was Joan Rivers, like at the yeah. end of Look Who's Talking. You know, can we talk? That would be funny if when it was I Joan was, Rivers. When I was a teenager, I had a great Joan Rivers impression, and oh, I would wow. do it for I would, like so. I would my drama teacher would ask us to like do characters like mm-hmm. events and stuff, and I went to a Chamber of Commerce event, and I was Joan Rivers, <laughs> and I made the newspaper. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I could never find that newspaper again, but they were like, and Joan Rivers was there. Hey. And I was just being extra mean to a bunch of people, and it Good. was fun. Yeah, see, I'd watch Joan Rivers as a baby, but not. Yeah. I'm not interested in more of the same shit as the first one. No, me neither. Anyway, I've got a couple of people that we should say hello oh, and please. thank you to. Let's thank them. Oh, I would love to. We've got Luella Bryan. Thank you, Luella. Jenny Allen. Jenny Lee Allen. Barrett. Lee, thank you. Melissa Silsby, Viviana Hernandez, Samantha Warren. Ashley V.O. Duty and Jennifer Thank Stevens. Thank you guys Thank so, you, so, 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 everybody. so, 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 so much. You guys are the best. Um, we appreciate you guys hanging We really out do. With Thank us. you so much. And um, Always. Yeah, go heigle yourselves. <gasps> go heigle yourselves, everybody. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.